Hey y'all, thanks so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. Today I have Liz Wilcox coming on and we are chatting about how to write a 20 minute newsletter. Now, Liz Wilcox is an email strategist serving bloggers, freelancers, and online business owners. She helps them build online relationships, package up their magic, and turn it into emails that people want to read and, most importantly, purchase from. Let's get into this episode and hear all about how to create a newsletter that people want to read and purchase from in 20 minutes. Hey y'all, thank you so much for joining season three of the Success Beyond Blends podcast. I am so excited about this season's topic. We are chatting about how your story helps you create a brand and business that aligns with your vision and values to attract clients you actually want to be working with. Now we have a range of guests coming onto the podcast this season to chat about the importance of your mission, vision, and values, how to utilize your brand story in a way that attracts your clients, and how to put it into action in your business. So grab your mug of coffee, a glass of water, your favorite pen and paper, and let's dive in. Welcome back to this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. I am really excited about today's episode. We are chatting about email marketing with Liz Wilcox. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh my gosh, I am stoked too. And I love that you said you were excited because most people, when we talk about email, when it gets brought up in Facebook groups, you know, in mastermind groups, it's like, ugh, you know, it's the one thing we know we should be doing, but it just feels like a grind. And I'm excited that you're excited because if you know nothing else, I want to make this simple for everybody, especially, you know, photographers. It's like, well, what the heck do I write? Like I'm, I take pictures that kind of shows everything. I'm not a writer. So I'm really excited to dive in, keep it simple for folks. And so you can like, you know, walk away and actually do one thing. I, I am so excited. I love copy work. If I had gone in any other direction with my business, it would have been copywriting because I just, I love it so much. And getting a chance to hear from one of the best email marketing ladies in the business, um, especially for creatives. I just know there's going to be so many good nuggets for our audience today. So we are chatting about um, how to create a 20-minute newsletter and monetize off of it today. So I'm very excited to hear how that works. And like you said, keeping it simple for our audience is going to be a key factor in helping them implement it for themselves. So when you are getting ready to write this newsletter, do you have a framework in mind or is there like a way to make this impactful within that time frame? Yeah. So when I say... 20 minute newsletter, I mean it. And of course, we're following a simple framework that I found when I was starting out, when I was listening to podcasts like this, you know, going to webinars, following other copywriters and things like that. It just felt like so much work. It felt like, oh my gosh, there's so many automations, there's so many funnels. I have to tell all these stories. And I'm going to backtrack and say that when I was starting out, I actually started out as an RV travel blogger. I was living in 200 square feet. I didn't even have internet on my phone. Like I had to go to the libraries, laundromats, you know, rec centers and get, you know, internet that way to start building my business. 
And so when I was watching these things and they said, oh, you know, you have to always be telling stories and it has to be this or that. It felt so overwhelming. And so I just scrapped it. I was like, this is not going to work for me. I seriously, I maybe have 20 minutes. You know, I said I was going into town for groceries. And so, you know, while while I'm in town, I'm going to, you know, take the opportunity to be away from my two-year-old and just get this newsletter out there because everyone is saying, you know, the money is in the email list. So that's where I'm coming from. And that's where I created this. 20 minute newsletter framework. It wasn't, you know, anything but necessity. And I feel like the best things are born from, you know, oh, I really need this and I need this quick, right? It's people always complain about, uh, oh, I'm so lazy, but like the best inventions come from laziness, right? Right, right. Um, so, so there you have it. So, as far as the 20 minute newsletter goes, it goes really, really simple. So, again, a lot of people will tell you, hey, You've got to tell stories, you know, start with the hook, then give some details, segue. And immediately when you hear story, like suddenly your 10th grade English teacher is right behind you, right? Uh, Suddenly it's, you know, make sure you have a beginning, middle and end. And you can't introduce anything at the bottom that you didn't put in your thesis at the top. You know, we all have, mine is uh, Mrs. Miller. We all have Mrs. Miller in the background, but I'm here to tell you, A newsletter is not a novel. It's not an essay. Your 10th grade English teacher, you know, what she taught you is not applicable here. Okay. So really all you want to do, instead of trying to tell a story or, you know, make it super exciting and relevant, what you want to do is start off with a personal update. And that is just two to three sentences of something that you did, you know, since the last time you emailed someone. Right. So if I was writing my newsletter today, I would be like, oh my gosh, I just got off this awesome podcast with Jen. I'm so excited to help some photographers out with their email. And then you said, that's the personal update. Really simple, right? It could be, hey, uh, you know, my bunny was making a bunch of background noise in my (laughs) podcast recording. Anyway, here's the recording, right? So it's just two to three sentences, something really simple, something that shows off you, that personal side of you, without actually getting too personal, without actually having to tell a story. You're a photographer, not a storyteller. Uh, Not everyone listening is going to be like, Jen, oh, if I didn't get into photography, I would have been a copywriter. Chances are that's not you. (laughs) So, you know, just stick to two to three sentences. Then you just segue, right? And by segue, you segue into the content that you really want to share, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, oh, I want to put my book a call button here. I want to share that I've got two more sessions. Uh, I just want to share my favorite picture of the month, you know, whatever it is, right? And so by segue, I mean, put that all caps lock button on, write the word anyway, dot, dot, dot. Then you just want to segue into what you actually wanted to talk about, right? And I already mentioned a few examples, you know, maybe you're doing a picture of the month. Maybe you want to book a call, Maybe you want to show availability. Maybe you want to share, you know, a picture that inspired you. There's lots of different ways you can go with your newsletter. And I know Jen mentioned earlier about, you know, how to continuously sell. That's what I love about the newsletter so much. And this framework is you're always updating. You're always making it personal. So it's it's very obvious that you wrote this that week, right? It's not something that, you know, oh, this is an automation. The customer nowadays, no matter their age, 
they're really savvy. They know when it's a mass email, right? But giving that personal update is awesome because it shows them, oh, they're emailing me right now. And then putting different varied content in there makes it exciting for them to open. Oh, I wonder what Jen is going to say this week. I wonder what uh, Liz has for me um, You know, this month. I, I better open that up. So in general, to recap all of that, the 20-minute newsletter is basically just three sections. Number one, you've got that personal update. Number two, that segue. And again, simple sentence, something like, well, enough about me. Here's, you know, here's what I really want to talk about, or, you know, here's the value I want to bring today. And then that value, whether, you know, you've got, if you've got a podcast, even other people's content, right? You don't always have to put your content. And the last thing I want to share a little bonus tip about 20 minute newsletters to continuously be selling because people don't, People don't buy when you're selling, right? They buy when they're ready, especially photography, right? Like I might want family photos, but that's something I have to save up for. I'm looking at a couple different photographers or, you know, for me, you know, I need new photos for my new website, but, you know, I'm saving up again or, you know, I just want to find the right thing that sparks like, yes, this is the photographer for me. And so in the PS, you can do something, I think a guy named Justin Blackman coined this term, want to give him credit, right? We photographers know like we need to credit our people. (laughs) And so I think this guy's name is Justin Blackman, but he called it a super signature. So it's basically a PS that shares all the ways um, that you're either creating content or you can work with this person. So, you know, Jen might say, oh, PS, when you're ready, here's how I can help you listen to my podcast, book a one-on-one, just book your session right here if you're ready, you know, stuff like that, just different ways. And even if you only have that one way, right, you're going to book that consult call um, or you're going to fill out that application. Always be putting that in the PS because remember, people don't buy when you're selling, they buy when they're ready, especially in this business, right, Jen? Yeah, absolutely. So when... You are like planning these newsletters. Are you wanting, do you feel like it's best that we do a weekly newsletter, monthly newsletter? Is there a certain like formula to be sent on the same day each week? What, what does that look like? Yeah. So it really depends on who your ideal um, client is and what your capacity is, right? You know, your business much better than I ever will. And so for me to come on here and say every day or every week, uh, you know, would be slightly arrogant, I think. But here's what I want you to know. So with every email that I write, I follow something called the email staircase. First, I have a follower, right? Somebody finds me, I get them on the email list. I turn them into a friend and then I turn them into a customer. Now, a friend isn't, you know, like your best friend, you're sharing all your dirty laundry with, uh, you know, it's TMI all the time not that type of friend, but someone that you have a mutual interest with. So, you know, if you're a brand photographer, someone that's interested in brand photography wants to learn more about it and wants to learn about your services, right? Very simple type of friendship. And in order to be a friend, you only have to do three things. Number one, you have to share in a relatable way, right? Sharing, this is very easy for photographers. You can just share pictures. Oh my gosh, uh, those are the things they're interested in, right? You have to invest your time in them, right? Sharing emails, sharing different content, you know, again, sharing your own photos is a great way to show like, 
oh, wow, Jen actually is a photographer. Here's proof. She just put this picture up. She's clearly investing time into her craft and she's sharing it with me, right? And then number three, and this is goes to Jen's question directly, you have to stay top of mind. So it really depends for what kind of business you're in and how quickly your customer makes a decision, how quickly they can have that money ready to book a session with you, how often that would mean. Uh, so it could be once a week because these people are buying pictures on a quarterly basis or something, right? Or it could just be once a month. Uh, again, a brand photographer, you know, you're getting entrepreneurs or larger companies, local businesses onto your email list. You do once a month. Here's my bookings, you know, a little personal update. Here's what I did last month. Here's what I'm doing this month. Here's what's available. But you have to stay top of mind. You can't just get somebody on your list and not email them for, you know, four months and then suddenly send out an email. They're going to be like, well, I think I remember that picture that I saw on Instagram and then wanted to follow up or, uh, you know, I think I met that lady at the fair or, you know, the fresh market or, but gosh, who is this, you know? It doesn't sound familiar or they might've already purchased, right? It's the same. Think of it like a real estate agent, right? You don't, the person that you buy a house with is probably the last realtor that handed you the card, right? Right. So you can, you can use email to keep following up. In general, I would say if you're brand new to this, just try once a month. And, you know, do that. And then I would maybe go a little more frequently to twice a month. And if you do tend to have a lot of bookings or you're in high demand in your market, maybe even once a week um, to show that off and to, you know, get the, get the ideal clients booked for your sessions. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think you always hear you know, it has to be once a week or it has to be once a month or it has, you know, I love that you take a very personal, like, this is your business. You know, your clients needs. Let's start with the least resistance. Yeah. And I want to add one thing that's even more important than, oh my gosh, I got to make sure I do this, you know, the first Friday of every month or whatever. Right. Is that onboarding process, that welcoming. So if I get on your email list or, you know, I give you you know, we meet at an actual place and, Hey, can I add you to my email list? You know, that way, whenever you're ready to book, uh, you know, I'll be there for you. Oh yeah, sure. It's that process. That's way more important. Of course it's, you know, you can't build a brick wall with a, you know, unstable foundation. You've got to build that good foundation. You can't take, I'm trying to think of like a photography analogy. You know, you can't take a great photo with a crappy lens, right? Uh, right. You've got you've got to know which lens to pick out, right? For what kind of photos. So with email, you've got to have this really nice welcome sequence that shows off a little bit of you know your personality, your vision, and your values, right? And it's very simple. It can just be a few emails. But you've got to show who you are as a photographer, right? I mean, there's a reason Nike even has personality now, right? They're, they're, you know, it the market just demands it. There's a reason why Jen asked Liz Wilcox to come on. There's a million email marketers, but there's something about my personality 
that clicks with people. And you can't see me right now, but I've got like a, a branded Zoom frame. I've got sync in the background. I've got rainbow glasses. I have a little bit of personality. And especially when you're still, when you're a photographer taking pictures, you're going to spend one to three hours, maybe a full day with someone they have to feel comfortable with you, right? They have Absolutely. to know, oh yeah, I want I want this photographer, right? There has to be some kind of unique selling proposition of not just your photos, but of you. That's where that personality comes in. For me, it's the 90s, right? Like if I can get people excited about the 90s, I can get them excited about email. So what is that, those little bits of your personality you want to bring out? And then your vision. And I love this for photographers. I really want you to sit you know, maybe even just pause this episode right now and think about what is your vision for your client and their photos? What do you really want them to get out of that? Right. You know, I'm thinking of, I worked with a, with a family photographer out of the UK a couple months ago. And, uh, you know, he did, I forget what, like live sessions. He came to your home, things like that. It wasn't, you know, the typical studio photos. And he said, I really just want to capture those real moments, real memories for people and put them in a beautiful photo, not something that, you know, they had to go. And it was this crazy day where everyone got dressed up and the kids were crying and they didn't want to do it. He said, my vision is that they capture their favorite parts of their family. And so that, you know, that's my vision for them. So what is your vision, you know, for your client, for their photos and share that in the emails. For me, my vision is I want you to make money with email. So I say that in the very first email, as much as I love the nineties, I love the idea of you making money with email more. So, you know, maybe it's as much as I love Dunkin' Donuts, I love the idea of you having brand photos, you know, that make you feel good about yourself that you can't wait to share. Or I love the idea of you having family photos that other people are jealous of or whatever your, you know, whatever your vision is of those photos and how that person's going to feel. And then your values, a little bit of your values, right? Again, I mentioned Nike, you know, there's a reason why they do social justice ads. And I'm not saying spew your politics everywhere. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> but there's, there's a part of you that, you know, there's some value set that you have at your core. And it's the reason why you do photos. It's the reason why you do them the way you do. It's the reason why you work with certain people, certain cameras, you know, certain types of photography, right? And what, like, what is that, um, you know, like, what is that value behind the lens, right? And beyond it. So if you can connect with people that way, like if you're a family photographer and you say, you know, one of my values is capturing those best moments, right? Maybe one of your values is uh, that everyone should feel good in their own skin. Right. Sharing those things with people is going to make them, again, feel comfortable feel safe so that they, oh yeah, Jen's the photographer for me. You know, even if you're a higher price, I'm going to pay a higher price. If I feel comfortable, if I feel like this person is literally like holding the space, the vision and the values of my photos versus like, you know, the guy off Craigslist that's just charging $500, right? (laughs) Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So personality, vision, values. If you lead with that right off the bat in just a few emails, sharing a little bit of that. And it's really easy for photographers because 
You can just share a photo and say, you know, share a little bit of each one and like, boom, they're suddenly connected. And then you follow up with that monthly newsletter, weekly newsletter, whatever feels comfortable for you. They're going to remember those bits and you can continuously remind them in those newsletters and they're going to book you when they're ready. Are you needing to grow and strategize your business, but you have no idea where to start? You don't know if it's marketing that you need, systems, if you need a virtual assistant, you feel like you're just kind of spiraling out of control with no idea which way is up and which way is down. I'm so excited because in this quarter, I'm doing 30-day consultation packages where you and I jump on a kickoff call to align your priorities with what we're going to be working on for 30 days. Whether it is getting your systems in, in check, getting your marketing strategy super dialed in, or some other aspect of your business, this consultation package allows us to tackle it all so that you can focus on the items that are actually going to move your business forward. Check out our show notes for the link to jump on a free 15-minute call with me to see if this program is a good fit for you. I love that it's a very simple framework in conjunction with it being copy that you resonate with. I think so many photographers, they like look at that blinking cursor and they're like, I have no idea what to do with my life right now. When it's just like, say something that happened during the week and then relate to them in a way that makes them feel safe, that makes them feel like you value them as a, as a client, as a person. And, um, and then just, you know, go from there. I think that's a lot easier than like, I have to tell a story and I have to hit these like three main pillars of my content. (laughs) Yeah. Amen. That's so, that's so, that can be so hard. And yeah, it's really difficult to stare at a blank cursor and feel like you have to invent something interesting. Right. Right. Instead of thinking, instead of, you know, thinking, oh, well, I have to invent something interesting. I have to get them engaged. If you just look at it as, you know, I want to, I'm, I'm trying to open up a relationship so that when they're ready, they're going to pick me. Uh, just that simple mindset shift um, is going to make things so much easier for you. So when someone is getting ready to, they're like, okay, Liz, you convinced me. I'm going to get my newsletter. This is going to be a thing. What is like the number one tip for someone getting ready to make this investment and leap for their business? Yeah. So I don't think anyone does anything that isn't like simple or fun. And so again, I just want you to like reframe your mind you know, on top of all the other tips of, you know, just follow a simple framework, boom, 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 get it done. I want you to, when you sit down, when you start to write, when you pick out an email service provider or start to build your list, whatever stage you're at, I want you to just ask yourself two questions. Number one, how can this be easy? Follow Liz's tips. (laughs) There's the answer, right? And number two, how can it be, how can it be fun? Right. Because those might be two different answers, but I always want you to frame, you know, anything in your business. If you think of it, you know, how can this be easy and how can this be fun? It's going to come so much more easily for you. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So I feel like there's like 
that kind of covers everything. I love all of the nuggets that you said. Is there anything that you feel like you could add at this point? Yeah. So, well, I just, you know, I mentioned the welcome sequence and I just want to say like, if you want to see real world examples of how that's done, you know, so you don't have to, uh, you know, stare at that blinking cursor of death and like, (laughs) you know, self doubt, right. (laughs) You know, you can just go to LizWilcox.com in the top right-hand corner. There's a hot pink button that says free email swipes. And I give you an entire welcome sequence that leads with that personality, vision, and values. So you can actually see it in action and you can take it and make it your own. I also give you three newsletter examples. So you can see what I mean by, you know, just personal update, segue, content, right? So it's really simple. You don't have to, oh, well, I I heard what she's saying, but I can't actually picture it. And then I also give 52 subject lines just for good measure. So you never have to come up with an idea from scratch. But I really mean it when I say like, I want photographers to know that email can be simple. And so I give away all that for free. So you can actually like see what the heck I mean. Oh my goodness. That is such an incredible resource. Thank you so much for sharing it. We will absolutely have that in the show notes for you all. I thought of another... Oh, uh, for those that are like brand new to email marketing, when you say welcome sequence, what does that entail? Like, what do you mean by welcome sequence? Yeah. So let's, let's rewind, bring it back, Liz. Yeah. So a welcome sequence is, uh, you know, you give me your email and I send out a series of emails. Like I said, it can be just a few that welcome sequence I just mentioned is four emails And you can take that, play with it, make it your own. If you only feel like you need two or three, you know, you don't need my permission to deviate as a photographer. I already know you're creative and capable. So, you know, like I really mean it when I say take it and make it your own. But basically the way that it works is, you know, you have some sort of opt-in or, you know, like I said, you might meet people in person. Hey, give me your email. I'll email you, you know, my availability, blah, blah, blah. It's just a way of onboarding these people. The same way as, you know, you get a client, you know, you send them, maybe you have a contract, maybe, you know, you send them like to do's. I'm thinking when I hired a brand photographer, it was like, well, what outfits are you going to have? What do you, you know, where are we going to meet? You know, all that you, that is kind of their onboarding welcome package, right? Right. And so it's the same for if they give you the email, it's this package of, the personality, vision, and values, but it also, you know, you can use it to set expectations like, Hey, I'm going to email you once a month. I'm going to share tips for your own pictures. I'm going to share free and paid sessions or, you know, whatever, right. Free and paid resources. Um, I'm going to share my availability every single month. You know, if you're going to do discounts, if you're going to do, uh, you know, surprise giveaways, things like that set the expectations in that welcome sequence. Also, you can share your big why and that goes, you know, connects with those values we were talking about in that vision. Why did you become this photographer? Why are you taking pictures of this type of thing? What do you love about the camera? What do you love about the photos you've taken? What do you love about the people you've worked with? You know, sharing that big why, that's going to connect people. And these emails, again, like get my samples, but they don't have to be long. I always suggest keep it as short as possible. 
you know, people are distracted. Like I said, mentioned earlier, they just want the goods. Um, but if you can onboard them in that way where, you know, you're leading with the personality, vision values, you're setting expectations, you're sharing a little bit of your story, that's going to onboard them, so to speak, really, really well. So that when you remind them, you know, once a month in your newsletters or whatever, they're gonna, you're, they're going to have that welcome sequence in the back of their mind. Like, oh yeah, Jen really loves this because X, you know, I'm not ready yet, but I can't wait for her next newsletter because I might be ready again next month. Right. Something like that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. That was a perfect kind of representation of a welcome sequence and how to get it started. And, and I, I completely agree. I think I hear a lot like welcome sequences are like 10 emails long. I think honestly, in my humble opinion, like a good like three to five emails that, like you said, introduces you and let clients get to know your personality and why this is important to you. I think that that does the trick. <laughs> yeah. And, and when you, when you listen to other podcasts and other email marketers and they say, you know, they have this, these funnels and things like that, a lot of these people are mainly just working with digital marketing and online course creators. Right. And things like that. And I mentioned earlier, you know, creating this framework, right, you know, starting a blog, I was very B to C, business to consumer, right? It was, I was trying to sell online courses to people who didn't pay for electricity. So I had to very much think outside the box. And then when I, when I sold that business and I went into the email marketing full-time, I realized I wasn't the only person that was struggling with the typical advice that was struggling with that 10 part welcome sequence right. and you know these long stories and things like that and i realized when you work with consumers directly people who are not also obsessed with business the way you are mm-hmm. you have to talk to them differently you have to use you know different strategies you have to vary it up i always say like be familiar but not predictable Right. Like if you get on a copywriter, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Write that down. Everybody good sound bite there. (laughs) Yeah. If you, if you get on other copywriters or email marketers lists, they're going to tell stories all the time because they teach you how to tell stories. Mm -hmm. You're not teaching someone how to tell stories. You're just trying to get, you know, your calendar booked out, right? You're just trying to get fully booked here. So there has to be different strategies. And so I've spent the last few years really studying different businesses, you know, like photography, uh, real estate, e-commerce, brick and mortar, and how those types of ideal customers interact in the inbox, you know, with their Gmail, with their Outlook. I'm up, I am a, here's my real nerdy side coming out, you know, versus people like, you know, Jen and myself who are teaching people about business, right? It's a completely different beast. So we need different strategies. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm loving all of this. There are so many good nuggets in here for you guys. I um, love all of the information that we covered today. So I always like to wrap up with the same three questions. The first one is what is your favorite business tool? My favorite business tool, actually, we were talking, well, I've got two. So I'm using something right now. Uh, Jen and I are recording this on Zoom and I'm using something called Ecamm Live. It's for Mac only, but 
It's a uh, live streaming software that allows you to have slides directly on your screen, sound effects, GIFs, all sorts of awesome stuff that makes me look like a professional when I'm only semi-pro. It's really, um, really cool, you guys. It's <laughs> really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's it has a virtual cam feature, so I can do that anywhere, like on Zoom, uh, you know, Microsoft Teams, etc. And so if you do a lot of online stuff, if you are an online content creator, if you're using that to uh, lead gen, uh, definitely recommend checking it out. And also email specifically and really branding specifically, I love Jiffy.com. Some people say Giphy. I make my own branded GIFs. And this is a great way. If you were thinking kind of at the top of the hour, like, well, what the heck kind of personality do I do I put forward? I don't know. I'm behind the camera. I don't show myself. Having branded GIFs, putting your face out there on in email is a great way to connect very quickly. And so even though you can't have video, in emails, you can't actually have a video play in email. That's as of 2022, not possible. You can have GIFs where, you know, they don't have, you can Google Liz Wilcox GIFs. They don't have to look like mine. They can just be you waving. They could literally be a GIF of you, you know, with your camera in front of your face. They could be GIFs of you showing off some of your uh, pictures. I see Jen has some horses in the background framed. It could be just, you know, like a panoramic view of that. You guys are creative. You would come up with better ideas than I do right now, <laughs> but I really, oh my gosh, I love using GIFs. It doesn't matter what your personality is, what kind of business you have. If you have just a few that you can use in emails, uh, it takes it to the whole, a whole nother level, especially like uh, spoiler alert, like not a lot of photographers do that and it will blow your email list freaking minds. Okay. Next yep. question. This is fun. <laughs> I, I love it. I have, I have worked with so many different photographers and out of all of them, one uses gifts or GIFs and, and they make, they really do make such an impact with our clients. Um, okay. So the next one, so I am a quote fanatic what is your favorite quote uh my favorite quote I feel like this is almost torturous for copywriters <laughs> yeah well I can't think of any right now uh, my favorite quotes are from me uh hey I love it I um love it. so on on theme for today I think what something that I say is that's my favorite I I'm oh no okay well I'm gonna finish this and then I now I remember a quote so I always say if it takes longer than 20 minutes, you're doing it wrong. So that's very on theme for today. If, yep. If you, if it takes longer than 20 minutes, like you're really overthinking it, babe, like, you know, set a timer, let's get going. But really my favorite quotes always come from Will Smith. I'm a huge Fresh Prince fan. And he has this story about uh, building a brick wall as a kid. And the main quote is, you don't build a wall. You just lay a brick as perfectly as it can be laid. And soon you'll have a wall. Oh, I really it's a beautiful, that. yeah, yeah. Go ahead, like pause this, Google like Will Smith brick story. It's a beautiful thing. It's really, you know, it's, it's when we translate it to business, like you don't build this six, seven figure business. Like you just sell one client at a time as best as you can. And like one day you'll have that business of your dreams, right? Yeah. 
That's amazing. I really love that analogy. Okay. Now this is my favorite question and it's not business related at all, which is probably why it's my favorite. Okay. (laughs) So if you and I, or if I was coming to visit you and we were going to go grab drinks, where would we go and what would we have? Okay. So I live about a block from the beach. It's like a four minute walk to the sand in Destin, Florida. So we would just, we would just walk right down the street. There's a a beach bar and restaurant called Pompano Joe's. And we would definitely just go right there. We'd watch the sunset and uh, I'd probably have a margarita. I would suggest, you know, any of the specials, if you like fruity stuff, there's a guy named Connor that hooks me up. So whatever you want to order, he's really good. If I, if I get him, I only need one drink. If I get somebody else, <laughs> I need three. <laughs> I love that. I have actually been to Pompano Joe's. Oh, wow. Oh, well, so that's a already, big thing. So she's there in her mind, friends. I, oh, that's I another thing to Google. Am. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. If you've never heard of Destin, I used to travel around all around the country in my RV and Destin is still my very favorite place. That's why I live here now. I love Destin. That was my husband and I actually honeymooned there. So <laughs> like we love Destin. It's one of our favorite places. We were planning on going back. Uh, we're planning on going back this summer. So we may just have to go hang out at Pompano Joe's for an evening. Yeah. Yeah. So that first, this is, uh, you know, beyond the lens, uh, first, right? Like now that is actually going to come true. That question. There's a reason why you've been asking it for so long. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I love that. I love that. I've mentioned this like the last couple of episodes. Like I really want to have one of my assistants go through all of the episodes and put like the success beyond the lens drinking guide. (laughs) Yeah. That that would be really funny. That's a great (laughs) opt-in. Oh, that's a good idea. See, see, bringing it back to email. That's me. Absolutely. I love that. So thank you again so much for coming on. I would love to know, is there anywhere else that our audience can hang out with you? Yeah. So of course I'm an email marketer, right? I already mentioned getting on my email list, seeing those swipes. Remember lizwilcox.com, hot pink button. You can't miss it. And then also if you are into the nineties, you want to see pictures of the beach uh, and you love, uh, you know, funny reels about business. You can catch me on Instagram at the Liz Wilcox, T-H-E, Liz Wilcox. I'm really active over there as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Liz. Thank you. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week.